God Himself operated and returned as a token of love. He wrote a letter to Swami, how to pay the debts of gratitude, how to express thanks to you, Swami, because you saved my life. That's what he said on the 22nd of October. Then I pass on to the 21st of October. What Bhagwan has said on the 21st of October. See, I made all this homework so that uh, there won't be any confusion, you know. Yes. Bhagwan asked two boys to speak on that day, 21st of October. One boy by name Sri Ram Parshuram, who was sent to California for study for his studies on hospital management, Loma Linda University. And that boy did his MSc in chemistry and a gold medalist, a smart guy indeed. And he said this point, coal, coal, peace, is transformed into a diamond, transformed into a diamond by the touch of Bhagavan. We students are like pieces, coal pieces, charcoal, useless stuff. But in the hands of Bhagavan, we have been transformed into priceless most to precious diamonds, thanks to Swami, that's what he said. Then he made a mention of another point. Look here, all school children speak fearlessly. You must be watching. Some days, Sundays, when Swami asks them to speak, they all make a beeline, one after one, one after one, one after one. They have no fear. They are ready to speak. If Swami asks any big boy, Swami, he has got some reservation. He is not ready to speak. But children are ever ready. This boy spoke on this theme. He said, primary school children are ready to get up any time. They are ready to speak any time. Why? Children are innocent. Innocence is divine. Innocence is godly. Innocence is child behavior. And because of their innocence, they have total love for Bhagavan. And due to love, they are 100% successful in their performance. A very good development. First, innocence. Innocence leads, takes you to love and love leads to victory. That's the case with children. Then he said, but with boys, grown-up boys of the college, what happens? Ego. Ego. Whether I am going to speak well or not. How many claps are going, am I going to get? How many people are going to congratulate me? Will Swami be happy or not? People should speak of me as a good speaker. So this is ego. With age, we develop ego. And this ego leads to sense of 
fear. Fear. Fear is due to ego. And this fear is responsible for failure. Fear is the cause for failure. That is the case with grown-up boys. That's what Sri Ram Parishram said. Then I'll make a mention of one or two points mentioned by other speaker by name Arun Kumar. Arun Kumar did his engineering from a prestigious institute, Indian Institute of Technology, and uh, later he did his MBA, and now working in um, Sai Radio for Global Harmony. That boy mentioned two points. One experience. What is it? That boy said this. It seems the train was moving fast and one drunkard, awfully drunk, got into the compartment. And they were standing there and almost uh, lost his awareness and started misbehaving. Started talking as he liked. All abusive vulgar language. One girl was sitting just opposite. She was feeling so sad. Swami, save me. This drunkard may sit here because there is some place. And if this drunkard sits here by my side, how to bear his company? Awful smelling. Idiotic behavior. What to do? She is praying. And another fellow passenger said in the train, Hey, sit down there, there is space. You sit down, he said. Where is the space? By the side of this girl, who was already praying, let not that fellow sit here. That drunkard came close. When he was about to sit, he shouted, Why do you ask me to sit there? There is already a man seated there. Don't you see him? <laughs> a short man with red robes, long hair is already seated there. Don't you see? He said, nobody is seated there. Go say, no, you are a blind fellow. He is already seated there. That's how Swami rescued and saved that girl from embarrassment. And then Arun Kumar made a mention of another thing. We people feel happy with the world. In fact, happiness is not there in the world. Happiness is there within, not outside. Happiness is not out, outside. Happiness is within. Why? You are the embodiment of bliss. You are the embodiment of truth. You are the embodiment of peace. You are the bliss. To think that bliss is outside is a mistaken idea. The bliss is in you. You are the bliss. Then in this context, he gave one example. It seems a street dog caught hold of a bone. This dog went on biting that bone. In the process, bleeding started. And some blood came out and it was spread on the surface of the bone. The dog started licking the blood. 
enjoying it. The dog thinks that blood is outside, which it relishes. But actually, blood does not come from anywhere. It is its own blood. That's all. Similarly, we are happy with some people. We are happy with some objects. Not because of happiness out of them. Not because of happiness outside. It is only your own reaction, reflection and resound. That's what that boy mentioned on that day, which I liked very much that I wanted to share them with you. Now I come to the 19th of October. Just a minute. Yes. 19th of October. Bhagwan just was talking to professors there. As you know, usually boys will put up a drama on 22nd of November, the day of convocation of Satya University. Every year they stage a drama. Swami, on 19th of October, in a most casual manner, he asked, Hmm. What drama you are getting ready? Somebody said, Swami, different religions. Mm-hmm. I see. He asked another boy, What drama are you ready? Swami, there is lot of violence outside. And we will show what love is. What unity is. Swami said, Look here. I don't want you to criticize any religion. I don't want you to criticize any other country. I don't want you to expose the differences. I don't want you to project anything that is a negative. Never project negative things to the public. No. Focus positive things in you. I always say that there is only one caste. The caste of humanity. There is only one religion. The religion of love. I want you to develop theme along these lines. Not religions. Not clashes. Not differences of opinion. Not violence. I don't want it. That's what Bhagwan said. And finally he said, In these institutions, you must have understood by now, that the purpose of such a educational institution is, the objective of such a educational philosophy is that love is God, God is love, live with love. All students should know that God is love and love is God and you have to live in love. There is no other theme for our institutions. So I want our boys to project this love in their drama. That should be the theme. No fighting, no arguments. That's what he, he has said. Then, 18th of October, what did Bhagwan say on 18th of October? Well, by the slip of the tongue, I said, Swami, there is some violence somewhere. 
the newspaper reported this morning so many are killed there then he said you are always after some news what is there in the news accepting nuisance <laughs> news is nothing but nuisance ah. oh i see you are speaking about uh, violence outside then bhagwan said nothing great in killing people nothing great in killing people cobra can kill people lion can kill people tiger can kill people scorpion can kill people so nothing great in killing people greatness lies in helping people greatness lies in serving people greatness lies in making others happy nothing great in killing others that's what bhagwan said and 18th and further he also made another statement it is the story i don't know how far you would follow that of course to say that it's also too much because i know many of the foreigners who know more stories than what we know and i also met some of the foreigners who have gone through bhagavad gita tripura rasya in depth most of us do not know those things i am sorry to say that the sai family is such today distance is not the criterion distance does not matter i met some of the devotees from argentina they have gone through all these texts well, i saw one gentleman from argentina reading tripura rahasyam i never read it i asked him what is this he said don't you know this he said well i'm sorry i'll know and then meet you later <laughs> so i i shouldn't doubt your uh, scholarship this is a illustration from mahabharat mahabharat this is an instance where the birth of karna the birth of karna was not conveyed to the world because virgin virgin kunti virgin kunti gave birth to karna before she got married so it's a matter of insult it's a matter of prestige of the family so she didn't tell anybody about the birth of this boy gifted to her by some god himself somehow she left that baby and that baby was taken care of by person a low caste man and uh, he was brought up by him but towards the end of the war towards that war time pandavas were ready to kill anybody this boy was brought up was the chief ten of the opposite camp he was the major general of the opposite camp naturally mother is a mother she goes to that man and tells him look here you are my eldest son the other five are your younger brothers you belong to that enemy's camp i want you to give me a boon as your mother don't kill your brothers like that don't kill your brothers you may be the chief of the 
enemies camp she went on crying then this karna said mother what a thing you have done why did you not tell them that i am their brother why did you not tell me earlier that i am your son what a tragedy is going to take place now that boy also cried and then look here mother i am the chief of that enemy's camp kauravas but i should be loyal to my king because in the last moment you tell me i am your son i am not going to leave this i should be loyal to the king so i don't touch four of your sons but i will attack only one man arjuna he is my enemy i will kill him that's all other four i don't touch them don't be worried that's what he said bhagwan was explaining this then immediately i said swami is it not wrong on the part of kunti for not telling the truth that karna was her son eldest son is it proper on our part to hide like that bhagwan is really supreme he will never humiliate any character he will make every character sublime he said no no you are mistaken kunti is not wrong she did not reveal that karna is her son why because it is the prestige of the family he was born to her when she was not married if this truth was revealed to everybody the royal family will be viewed very cheap by the kingdom so for the prestige of the family she did not reveal the truth that's how he built up the nobility of the character and then he said in those days the the punishment was not capital punishment one need not be beheaded and killed it is enough if he is given a total shave completely shave and head drive him out of the country don't step into this country that is the capital punishment he doesn't have to be killed with a sword no let him go leave this country with a shaven head extermination that is what it is a capital punishment in those days that's what bhagwan has said later he made reference to two people from mahabharata one is bhishmacharya and 